Bingo. No. But today is going to be fun. Welcome to the Impact Defense Podcast. We are dedicated to giving you the information that you need to help keep you safe. Now let's join our hosts, Brian, Jada, and Kylie. If you're looking to practice shooting in an expensive way, go to CertPistol, S-I-R-T, Pistol.com. And then use the coupon code IMPACTDEFENSE to get 10% off. And now for the news portion of our podcast with your host, me. So, this is kind of a short story, but it has an interesting ending. So... (laughs) You're laughing already. Yes, I am. I don't know where this is located, but this story starts with a seven-year-old girl walking through um, a public park. She was confronted by a flasher. She walked right up to him, kicked him hard in his genitals, and then ran for help. The man was arrested. Seven-year-old girl. (laughs) That is awesome. And I wish that could happen to every public flasher. (laughs) (laughs) Could we set that up possibly as some type of like automatic punishment? You know, if you're going to do that, you have to take a kick to the groin. So today, you ladies need to stop clicking your pins. Why would you give us pins then? Because we are going to have fun. We are rating our self-defense abilities today. Okay, a couple podcasts back, we were looking at the six different ranges of self-defense. Do y'all remember what those are? We did a podcast on it. I teach well, stuff I all know the time. <laughs> well, I know there's like conversation distance. Then there's um, just... in at striking distance and kicking distance. And then there's clinching distance. Or clinching range. We're saying range. And then it's gone on the ground. But I don't know what the technical terms for everything are. We just did a podcast on this. I know, but there was no memorization involved with that for me. <laughs> okay. Of course, I practice with all of them, but... So, grappling, clinching... Uh, on weapons range. Mm-hmm. Uh, punching. I'm moving backwards the way I normally do. Kicking, weapons, and projectile. Okay. So we're taking some of that. We've added a few categories. And we're going to rate our self-defense today uh, in each category. Giving ourselves a 1 to a 10 in every category. So 1 is you're a complete novice. You really don't have any experience with it. You don't have any real abilities with it. And it depending. And then 10 is you are extremely proficient. Okay? So I'm going to kind of break down each one of these and I'm going to go I'll tell you my score and then you guys can score yourselves after that and when we want to hear what everyone else's scores are also so we would like everyone else to score yourselves as well Um, and even as we go here I might change mine that I've put down on some of these things a little bit all right so the first one our first category there's 10 different categories rating them 1 to 10 the end you have your final score our first one is situational awareness now, understand before we jump and say, ha, 10 or 9 or whatever, <laughs> let's think, okay, you always keep, when you're out in public, a high-level 
of situational awareness. You're always paying attention to what's going on around you. You actually understand criminal psychology and you know what to look for with like pre-attack or threat indicators. And you never look down at your phone or whatever else that you have with you while you are in public. Okay? I'm going to say a, maybe a seven for myself. So I, I feel like I'm, a, I'm, I'm pretty conscious. I'm pretty alert to what's going on. Uh, you know, I have room for improvement. Definitely not a 10 in this area. So your turn. Write your scores down. So what, what did you give yourselves? I said six and a half, and part of that was because I was going to say seven, and then you said seven for yourself, and I was like, mm, you, it doesn't you, feel right doing seven. No, it's fine. You can do seven. You can say seven. My there are, problem is... I can guarantee I am, you there are things on this list that you are going to have higher scores than me. Okay? In general, I pay really good attention. Mm-hmm. Um, my only... I don't, I don't look at my phone when I'm out in public unless my husband is right there and I say, watch around real quick. Mm-hmm. I think this is important. Yeah. So I'll sit, stand against a wall or something and he'll be there like watching around for me while I check my phone. That's how I check my phone. Give yourself a seven. It's all good. No. <laughs> no. It's like, but my problem is I get lost in my head a lot. Mm. And so if something sends me into a daydream, my awareness goes down. And I can't always control that very well. Yeah. I work really hard to not do that in public, but it still happens. So... There's no possible way I could be a 10 just because no. I get distracted too easily. I think basically almost nobody could be a 10, to be completely yeah. honest with you. Uh, every great once in a while, there might be that one really, really weird guy that could be a 10, but I don't think that's most cases. Kylie, what would you give yourself? I'm less alert when I'm oh. with people than I am when I'm alone. When I'm alone, I can focus a whole lot better. But when I'm with someone, it's yeah. I get sent into my head entirely too much. I gave myself a five. Why is that? Because it's lower than what I gave me before. (laughs) (laughs) So I gave Kylie the test. Of course, it's changed since I gave it to you. I gave Kylie a test, the test as we were talking about this and kind of doing show prep. And, um, well, actually, you know, some of these things actually have show prep to them. But anyway. Note this. I think of my dad as world class and everything. So just note that. <laughs> so, so she was she was basing her scores off of giving me a ten in every single situation. So <laughs> I was like, "Sweetie, I love you and I appreciate that. You don't know how much." But yeah, I'm not perfect. Okay. <laughs> so all right. So our next one is being smart. Now this is pretty simple. Uh, you want to make sure that you always avoid doing stupid things with stupid people at stupid times. Places. That's supposed to be places. At stupid times. In stupid places. We do it. Okay. All right. Whatever. Either. Okay. We've done these before. This is one that we cover a whole lot. In this situation, I give myself an eight because 
while I do a very good job at avoiding most of these things most of these times, every great once in a while, I do something stupid, you know? Or I might be every great once in a while with a stupid person. You know, it's just, it's very rare. I could maybe almost teeter on a nine because I usually do really good at avoiding these things, but just not always. (laughs) So I'm going to say an eight. Okay? So score yourselves. Okay, while Jade is still thinking. Kylie? I don't know that I do enough things to give myself a good answer on this. You got to. You got to give yourself an answer. I put a six. You put a six? Why a six? Because you put an eight. (laughs) No. (laughs) You can't just go through and go, oh, Dad did this. I'm going to knock two points off of everything Dad does. Because, again, there might be something that you actually would score higher on or a lot lower on. Okay? So, where do you fall on this? Where do you think I fall on this? No, I'm not scoring you. You have to score yourself, and you can't just knock two points off of mine. Possibly a seven? I would think so. I don't think you do too many stupid things with stupid people. You don't have quite the maturity that I do. But. (laughs) All right, Jada. Okay. So, I gave myself a seven. Mm -hmm. And the reason for this is that in general I do a good job of avoiding stupid things in stupid places with stupid people at stupid times Mm -hmm. but also being that I haven't had an insane amount of life experience you know not exactly seasoned I'm not always going to This is where you are right now, though. This is not necessarily like over a lifetime of things because you could have been really dumb. If you're my age, you could have been really dumb in the past and a lot better and smarter now. And you can't hold that past against you from there. No. So you can't really look at it as a season in life kind of thing. Like doing a backflip off of your parents' porch. Uh, it was front flips, thank you very much. And I do not hold those things against myself at this point in time. I was young and no, dumb. I just say seven just because I'm likely to, um, I guess, maybe misjudge the danger in a certain scenario. Okay. And I, I, I guess part of that is just not, I don't, I don't know. If something has never caused me a problem before, then maybe I just won't think to bring someone with me or something like that. I don't I don't know. It's just I don't know that I've had enough life experience with seeing enough stupid things done to always <laughs> okay. you know. I'll give you that one. Okay. And with people my age, if I'm going to have any friends, I'm going to be with stupid people sometimes. Yeah. And I don't I understand go into that. a whole lot with them. <laughs> but I, like I said, I don't go enough places to Okay. I don't go stupid places with stupid people at stupid times, but I'll be with stupid people sometimes. <laughs> and it's not that they're dumb. They just do stupid things sometimes. I understand that. So. Okay. Moving on. Next category. All right. Mental determination. Okay. Now, let me just say, mental determination Okay, you have experienced and been through and fought through physically or mentally or whatever some stuff. Okay, 
you know how you are under pressure and you know where you fall. Do you break under that pressure? Do you give in under that pressure? Or do you just have this inner drive? And I'm not talking about somebody else that's on the outside that's saying, go. I'm talking about something on the inside that says, I don't give a crap what's going on. I'm moving forward. Uh, For me, this has always been a very strong part for me. Um, Mm -hmm. I am always very, very mentally determined. uh, And a lot of times to a fault. uh, But um, I would give myself a nine in this area because I have been through uh, certain situations. I have said before, I think the, really I was never really the best striker in the world. I was never really the best grappler in the world. Um, when I was in uh, mixed martial arts, the only reason I went undefeated, I still believe, is because I was decently well-rounded and I just refused to lose. I just had something in me that would not quit no matter what. Now, so, are we I'm going to say a nine. Are we talking in relation to self-defense? Well, everything because about this for is me, still self-defense. But Your mental determination is going to matter a lot in that self-defense. So Yes, but see, I think someone's mental ter- determination can be different in self-defense than it is in other aspects. You're like, right. If it's, a part, it's, if it's a thing in their life that they don't care as much about. Okay, so let's say this. If you've never been punched in the face and know how you deal with getting punched in the face, you probably can't give yourself a really high number. Yeah, Okay. So, so because, I, mean, I was more thinking of, because I know that you're taking a big thing from, you're taking a big portion of your number from how you were in competition. For me, well, I no. never really cared about big competitive things. Yeah, but I mean, so even my so. my determination is going to be different in that scenario because in my head it didn't really matter all But that you've much. been freaking punched in the face really hard. And you know how you deal with it, right? I do. Okay. I have been too. I know. I, I know, but I was talking to her at the I moment. Because I have this... <laughs> In most areas of my life, in face in competition if, as well. Like in general, yeah, if it matters that. to me, I am insanely stubborn. And if someone makes the mistake of underestimating me, I will go to my grave to prove them wrong. Right. But what I'm saying is, still yet, getting punched in the face is going to matter in self-defense mm-hmm. to the point where it has to be a portion of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. And but I've I been can in count self-defense that in class or in my tests instead of thinking about like past. Like tournament experiences or anything like that. Yeah, I mean, what I'm saying is, you know, how do you fight through a situation like that? You know, you ever got hit and had a bloody nose and just give up and done? Or you hit and had a bloody nose and like, bring it. You know, what's the kind of mentality there behind that? So Mine th- is, uh, get off the mats before Brian gets mad that you're getting <laughs> mats. Yes. Right, but you, you, know what <laughs> you know what I'm getting at here. It's got to be, what I'm saying is it has to be a part of it. But it can't be the whole thing because, you know, like I've also been in self-defense situations where, and I know I've talked about it before where, and we're getting to a little bit de-escalation and stuff like that. And I know exactly where I am mentally in that moment, you know. And, you know, that, so it, it's all going to be a part of it. All of that is a part of it. So, anyway, I've already said... I know how I am in these situations. I give myself a nine just because I, I, my personality and everything, and there's definitely going to be some lower numbers on this list for me, so I'm not just throwing up high numbers because I think I'm, you know, just All awesome. Bad. But uh, this is definitely one of those that I know where I am. All right, who wants to go first? I honestly think you'd probably be a ten. I might be. <laughs> I, I think but you're underscoring I, yourself. I, I'm, you know. Kylie, what do you give yourself? I don't know. 
Jada, what, what are you? Wait a minute. What are you? No, I'm not. I cannot score you. I don't know what to score me. Okay. How many things have you had to fight through? Um. When that girl beat the piss out of you in competition, because she was like bigger. You're the one that told me to keep going. I know. Were you ready to quit, or do you want to keep going? They, why didn't you just well, say that? Let me okay. just say that in in this aspect, I'm also counting the way my brain works when there's a threat to someone I love, too. Right. But what I'm saying is if you cannot back it up with actual, then you can't count it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now, but if you can back is, it up with that. You can back up whatever you score yourself based on your tests in here. Okay, How no, things go, like challenges throughout your life. You had a situation where you defended a cousin, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you had a little bit of a physical altercation with somebody, mm-hmm. and you took them down. So, mm-hmm. the yeah, and that was good. That was that was plus points. Okay, we were talking about that one competition where it was not going well for you. You know, you kind of mentally broke. All right? I got it. I understand. Okay. But you've also had these moments where it's been good. You physically had to defend somebody. You took that person down. I don't remember you did. Don't, you didn't hit them, right? No. You did a front sweep. Front them. You grabbed them. You clinched up with them. You did a front sweep. Kind of and ended it, right? Okay. That bonus points. But still, yet, what if that person would have hit you really hard? How would it have changed? You know what I'm saying? So, in other words. I would not say a three for you, you know, but I would also not say an eight or a nine for you. You know what I'm saying? So you've got some points in there. And, and, and to your credit, even in that one situation where you were in, you were in competition, that girl was much, much, she was a head taller than you. She was a lot bigger than you. And, you know, you just kind of drew the wrong person and she beat the piss out of you for like two rounds. But, and I know that you kind of wanted to quit. But it was a, um, you took some prodding from me, but you hopped back in there and you started doing better the second half of the second round. Remember that? Okay. So sometimes you need prodding, but you don't completely mentally break. I've seen that in people. You don't completely mentally break. You just need prodding. So it's something you need to work on. All right. What's your score? What do you give yourself? Five. A five. Okay. Area for improvement. Area for lots of improvement. But, hey, that's fine. All right, Jada. Okay, so because in a self-defense situation or anything like that, or in a bullying situation or anything like that, I've never been hit in that situation. I've only been hit in, like, sparring in here or in my black belt tests. And I've had to work through dislocating limbs and then coming back to work every day of that week Mm -hmm. and just going through the pain of it. Yeah. You know, I know in my head that if I were in a situation like that, I don't think it would make much of a difference to me. If I'm in pain, I'm going to fight through it. I have that determination, but because I don't have the experience to back it up yet, I did put myself 
at an eight, even though I feel like if I did go through that, I would, I would that. probably be higher. I would, I would, I would agree with that. I but, would agree with that assessment. Like thinking yeah. about in here, the only reason I stop when something like a joint dislocates or something like that, it's just so that I don't do further damage. Yeah, no. In a real situation, I've experienced enough of that pain that I think it probably wouldn't matter much to me. I'd yeah. sit there with one arm dangling and fight to like the end. <laughs> so. Especially when it comes to this insane protective instinct that I have for the people I care about. Like, someone could just say something slightly wrong to one of my younger siblings, mm-hmm. and I am sitting there like, back it up. Like, yeah. I ha- I've, I've done that before. Like, someone has Yeah, you even told taken- about that on the podcast before. I, ha- I have. Um, ripping the kid off the stairs of the bus. There was a kid <laughs> that they were... Um, and see, I don't get in trouble. Like, I... I very much avoid getting in trouble. I was willing to get detention or suspended or whatever I had to do to make that kid understand that it wasn't okay to pick on my siblings. Yeah. And um, and so when it comes when it comes to something like that, I really think that my determination heightens when it's something real. Yeah. If it doesn't matter, um, then. I'm less just because in my head it's like eh, it, yeah. it doesn't matter all that much. But as soon as the stakes raise, my determination goes up. Mm-hmm. Like on my black belt test, I was determined that no matter what was thrown at me, I was going to make it to the end, and I was going to stand up and I was going to write my name on the wall. Yeah, you know, when it comes to high stakes, and my yeah. mental determination rises to the occasion. Um, like there was just a kid that. Would, wouldn't stop taking my siblings' glasses. I think what you just said, <laughs> though, is what so many people assume. And that is, oh, in that moment, mm-hmm. it will, I will rise to the occasion. And that's actually not the case. Unless you have experienced that, you cannot claim that. That's kind of basically what I was trying to get to, uh, which yeah. I agree that you have experienced that to an extent. You have experienced um, that to an extent, because... but you have also experienced where you need to work in that area a little bit as well. And here's so. why I let myself score an eight instead of lower, even though I haven't had to do as many like self-defense things. Well, there now, are if so you're many smart, other... If you're really smart... You don't end up in those situations except you know, except for the rarest of times because you present yourself in such a way. So don't ever – I don't want everybody, anyone to ever think that not being in certain self-defense situations is going to keep you from, you know, whatever. Yeah. The, you just have to go off of the evidence that you have access to. Yeah. And for me – being in here and being able to do these things and seeing, being proud of the way that my determination heightens or that feeling of I'm going to do this, yeah. it can give you a good indicator of how you'd actually be. Like if you get um, hit too hard in here and you want to quit, like you're just like, I don't want them to touch me anymore. It was too yeah. hard. That's when you start to see, oh, maybe I wouldn't just heighten to the occasion in that situation. But if you are in here and you get hit too hard and you're like, well, this is a fight. This is how it's going to be. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stand here and I'm going to take it yeah. even if I lose because this is what I'm here for. If you have that mindset, then it's a good assumption that you could rise to the occasion in yeah. a real one. And for me... 
And you know, I see that in myself in here. I heard not long ago where somebody was talking about that type of situation. And it's right in here. And, you know, we do everything we can. We're, we're trying always not to get hurt, uh, not to hurt anybody. Um, you know, you were talking about the injuries. People don't understand a lot of times when somebody comes in here and asks, starts asking questions, the people that get injured doing this more than anybody else is the instructors. Mm-hmm. Uh, because we're dealing most of the time with people who don't know how to control things and we're trying to help them and work with them. Or just and some freak have, thing goes or wrong. Or some super freak thing. You know, like I've had the, a when my when my arm dislocated that first time. Because we were demonstrating a grappling technique that doesn't injure the person who was demonstrating the technique. <laughs> and I still managed to get injured because yeah. I had my arm based out to roll, but my joints come out of socket too easily because of stupid hypermobility. Which is an interesting problem to get into, but not today. Um, and Brian goes up to roll while we're demonstrating, and I just feel my arm go snap, crackle, pop, like yeah. freaking Rice Krispies. And all of a sudden, there's just, it feels like cinder blocks have attached to my arm and are now ripping it out of its joint. And I just go, and I take a breath in and I hold it so that we can finish demonstrating. And, and I, I knew finished in the demonstrating. That something was wrong, but I had no other idea. And we finished up and then we. Like, yeah. But I don't know if any of you have ever dislocated an arm, but I have broken bones. I have torn a hamstring. Like, nothing has come close to ripping a joint out of, like, dislocating that joint. Now, let's let's talk about it. You did not break bones or tear your hamstring in class, did you? Uh, no, I've broken a toe in class. Um, <laughs> so have I. No, but my yeah. hamstring happened when overdoing a stretch. Gotcha. Which, okay. No, I don't think it was a torn hamstring. It was a pulled hamstring or something, but I know I couldn't lift my leg up above a foot off the ground yeah. for a few months. Yeah, I um, dislocated my shoulder in class and uh, that was, teaching. So. Yeah, that was painful, but yeah, dislocating sucks. Mm-hmm. But I... Was a, but in my head, I was that determined. I was over here like, this is a class full of students. Everyone's going to be in- terrified to do this technique if they find out that I just injured myself this mm-hmm. badly. I knew it was bad. <laughs> but I was demonstrating, and I was just like, just a few more seconds. Yeah. And we'll be done. And I just see Brian's eyes like kind of widen and look at me like, she doesn't look right. <laughs> <laughs> and so... I stand, I, I tuck my arm into my belt so that it's held up, and I'm like, yeah, something, something, something's wrong. <laughs> but I came back to work the rest of the week, and then that was a Tuesday. That Saturday, I went to point at something. I had forgotten about how bad my shoulder was, and then I felt it go, and it was back in socket. So after, like, four days or five days out of socket, it snapped back in, and... So I understood what that was then, and it's dislocated several times since then. But um, I only like, dislocated the one time that I was teaching, and it was <laughs> it was it was horrible. And I taught the rest of the classes that evening, and then the next day I was like, I don't know what in the world's wrong. I ended up going to like a, a clinic, and they the lady laughed at me when she found out how I, you know this is what I do and that's what I did, and yeah. So she popped it back in socket and. Yeah, I never went to the hospital, especially after it went back in that yeah, Saturday. I was be. like, I, I didn't know it was dislocated until it went back in. I knew I had done something seriously wrong, but I didn't know what it was yeah. until it went back in. 
Um, and then after that, I was like, oh, well, if it, if I can get it back in by myself, I'm not going to go to the doctor for it next yeah. time. I'm just going <laughs> to set it myself. And then the next time I was playing basketball and my husband, who was my boyfriend at the time for only a couple months, um, we were playing basketball and I smacked the ball down and it dislocated again. And so I go like sinking and I'm like, okay, you're going to have to set this for me. And he's freaking out. He doesn't do so well under stress. And so, yeah, my, uh, boyfriend now husband had to reset my arm and thankfully it didn't scare him away yeah (laughs) but he was terrified he he didn't fully commit the first time so it was just wrenching pain and then no relief and then the second time he fully committed and it went back in all right yeah so seeing as how we're on number three (laughs) right now i think we're already gonna have to just say we're gonna split this one into two different podcasts probably so all right let's move on to our fourth one okay that was just one of the moments that I think, yeah, I could probably, I, I don't think pain would make that much of a difference if I can just keep demonstrating yeah. through that and then come in and only do everything with one side of my body the rest of the time and learn to do one-armed push-ups because if the kids are going to do push-ups, I'm going to do push-ups. Like, that's where, that's where my eight comes in. Yeah, no, I, no, I agree with it. I do. All right, so number four is verbal de-escalation skills. Again, if you have not actually used it, you cannot give yourself a 10. Uh, you have to train it a lot, okay? Do not think, again, and it feels weird, okay? It feels awkward and it feels stupid at times, but you need to train it. And you need to get to the point where it kind of is natural a bit in that one. Um, for me... Again, I have been in at least two different times in my adult life have to actually talk a situation down. Um, One of those two situations were extremely violent, uh, and I was able to talk it down enough to get myself and a friend into a vehicle and leave. And I know how I am in this situation. I've been in that mode a few times. Uh, So, again, I give myself a nine um, because I get... I have the ability to get really calm. I'm not a hot-headed person. If you are a hothead, you cannot have a really high score in this one, just to be honest with you. Okay? I'm a hothead on the inside, but it doesn't oh, yeah, come yeah, to the yeah. outside. Yeah. No, I mean, you know, I uh, was that, uh, and I can't remember his name now, and I'm sure somebody will come back to me on that one. Uh, the general that says, uh, be nice and polite, but have a plan to kill everyone in the room. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, it's it's that kind of mentality and that kind of situation. And then, you know, that's the whole thing. If you put everything in the verbal de-escalation basket, then you're going to not have any physical skills to back it up if it goes physical anyway, because sometimes it can. Um, but, you know, yeah. Anyway, I go back. I have a nine. Uh, Kylie? I give myself a seven because I haven't actually done it in a real situation, but I've done it in here you've done it yeah you've done a lot of training and yeah. stuff like that okay. so I gave myself a 7 Jada I gave myself a 9 because I do this for myself and for other people mm-hmm. um, I've had my husband have an argument with somebody and I'm able to step in and spin things so that everybody calms down um, this is one that comes really natural for me because I usually have a good knack for knowing what someone needs to hear yeah. in order to calm it down. And the only time I ever 
let loose or let myself snap is when it's a calculated decision mm-hmm. because I think that's the only thing that's going like that I th- because I think that bucking up is the only thing that's going to get someone to actually stop. Right. I have a trem- I not to sound arrogant, but I feel like I have a tremendous amount of control in this specific area. No, and that's... in dealings with certain people in the past um, who seem to just fly off the handle at basically nothing, it's taken some time before to kind of figure out how to handle it but i have eventually learned in constant contact with people how to spin something so that where their anger just kind of melts yeah and they fall away like specific dealings with certain people in the past and i'm not going to bring it onto the podcast it's just some people can get mad at pretty much nothing and you have to find some sort of tactic whether it's pretending or whether it's playing dumb so yeah. they almost feel bad because you have no idea why they're angry, you know, or just pretending that they didn't fully understand what you said, you know. So it's, I don't, I feel like in this area I have a good way of no, having good tactics I, I would with agree with people. that score if you have had, like, experience with it and everything else. All right, so our last one, we're going to end the uh, – now, this is our last one for this one. We haven't just split this one into two, so we'll just have to come back next week and finish it up the rest of them. Um, we are ending this one on a low note for me. The last one, or number five, is fitness. Now, for fitness, you have good speed, strength, <laughs> endurance, agility, and flexibility. Okay? It's a combination of all five of those things. You can be, uh, you know. Okay, repeat the list. Speed, strength, endurance, agility, and flexibility. Now, here's the deal. For myself, I'm pretty strong. Okay? You know, I've not had a whole lot of problems. I've always been able to lift well and stuff like that. Um, I am fast in fighting. But now, when it comes to running, (laughs) which is a a vital part of self-defense, let's be honest. A vital part of self-defense. And I think that we are... uh, we're going to be having a guest on the podcast talking about that at some point. Um, anyway, when it comes to running, that's an area I really, really need to work on. Uh, endurance, I can fight for a long time just because I fought for years and I don't know how to kind of do it. But endurance when running, again, not so, not so great. Um, you know, for I realize I am... At least about, well, I, after COVID hit, I put on like 40 pounds um, and I was already um, a good 20 pounds or a little better overweight where I should have been at that point in time. So I've got about 50 pounds at this point because I've dropped a little bit of that. I've got about 50 pounds that I need to drop to get back into better shape. But for a bigger guy, uh, I'm pretty agile and I'm fairly flexible. Um but these are these are things I need to work on, and in this area, I give myself a three. So, because I, I just do not feel great about uh, where I am. I was gonna give myself a three. <laughs> in what way? I'm okay at flexibility. It's just that everything else. Everything. <laughs> I'm not good at running. My. Nine-year-old cousin beats me at races. <laughs> so, do I need to give myself a two then? 
No, I, I, this is one of those I expected y'all to be actually higher than myself. So that me. <laughs> okay. Okay. What kind of score did you give yourself? Okay, so I took an average of my scores in each of the categories. Yeah, I know you went really overly analytical on this. Okay, one. so in strength, I put myself right in the middle because I am a strong female, but I am not close to male strength. I'm right in the middle for that. You're. I think you have a very good strength to weight ratio. Yeah, see, strength to weight ratio, but I have very little weight in the first place. <laughs> okay, see, if it tells you anything, if I didn't work out or constantly do anything, I would probably sit at about 105 to 108 pounds. Yeah. Instead, I sit at 115 to 118 or so, in between there. That's from constantly working out. So for my height and size and build, I am not a naturally, like big person and yeah. when I don't work out I lose a lot of weight when I get sick I lose a lot of weight yeah when I don't work out I gain a lot of weight yeah see that is my <laughs> body type so for my body type I have a lot of muscle mass like right. I can go up a 16 foot peg wall and back down and I'm just fine just that. with upper body strength <laughs> you know but I'm not gonna come close to matching a full grown man okay so I put myself at a five just because there's not really much way for me to be above a five unless I start weightlifting. Yeah. Um, I'm happy with where I am in strength. No, I think you're good in strength. Yeah. But I'm not going to put myself higher than a five just because I don't think physically I'm going to be there. Um, speed. Once again, for my size, I can run really fast and I can run mm -hmm. for a really long time. But someone with longer legs, like if I no, were to race my six foot husband, you, if you can, mm, mm, I put myself at a six. I think you could give yourself a little more, honestly, than that. I'm I'm trying to be fair, <laughs> okay? So strength and speed, I put myself at five and six. Endurance, I put myself at like an eight. Mm -hmm. Because I can run for a really long time, and as soon as I, I can run through the stitch in your side, and I've proven that because I used to do a lot of running, and I didn't give up when I got tired. I would start running faster because I knew once I hit that breaking point, I could keep going. Mm -hmm. And I know I'm going to do it the same way if I ever had to run in self-defense. Um, agility, I put myself at a 9. Mm -hmm. And yes, flexibility, yours. I put myself at a 10. Yes, I would, yes. So, I averaged it out. I divided it by the overall number of categories. And so my average is 7.6. Yeah, give yourself definitely an 8. <laughs> okay, so in that area, physical fitness, I'm pretty... Um, yeah, I'm no, good. I told you. I, ex I fully expected you guys to, like, really kill me on that one. Kylie does not feel like she does. No. Because... No, no. Just, <laughs> no. The only thing I'm good at is flexibility. Running, again, my 9-year-old cousin can beat me in race. <laughs> So we are going to because I know this one. I, I'm pretty sure this one's probably already run longer than normal, and we've to only see been halfway why my through. Husband makes Travis jokes. Yeah, you know. All Anytime right. Anytime I win anything, he's like, "It's because you're a Travis." <laughs> no, I'm amazed now. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, guys, thank you very much. This is the first half of our self-defense test. Uh, 
Come back next week. We're going to finish this up. Keep your scores handy. Maybe write them in your phone, whatever. We want to see what your overall scores are after the last one. Uh, we will reveal our overall scores after we finish there. Um, I'm looking forward to this. This has actually been, I was really, really looking forward to this podcast. Uh, I thought this one was going to be a lot of fun. Um, and now as we're doing it, I'm even more happy with how it's turning out. So uh, make sure, like Kylie said at the very beginning, go to certpistol.com. That's S-I-R-T pistol.com. Use the coupon code Impact Defense gets you 10% off. And that uh, is a awesome, awesome training tool for any kind of pistol stuff uh they even have a rifle adapter thing for the pistols uh and this is a great way to practice and not use up so much ammo we know ammo is still still pretty expensive if you guys are enjoying the podcast go and go over to apple Podcasts, write a review and rate us right and if it is a five-star review we will definitely try to read it on the podcast mm-hmm. thank you guys so much for listening stay safe stay alert and we'll see you in the next podcast. see Bye. you guys thank you for listening to the impact defense podcast If you would like to learn more about how to keep yourself safe, check out the articles, videos, courses, and seminars at www.impactdefense.online. We also do training for security teams, churches, businesses, groups, and more. Stay sharp, stay focused, and train hard.